Maybe you were lucky and made it to the cool crowd, or you were like Ellie and I, cast out from the cool kids because we're loud and brash. We still are. But high schools are filled with history of their own. My high school in Burbank, California, is said to be haunted. John Burroughs High School was built in 1948, and kids always told me that there was a basement. The basement was supposedly haunted, and another story said that a teacher hung themselves in their classroom and would still appear as a shadow. I even spoke with a teacher who once told me about working late one night. Her husband, who was a substitute, was waiting for her to finish her grading. She explained that the elevator, which required a key, suddenly opened just outside her door. The school was empty this late at night, and no one should be using the elevator. She looked out and saw no one and nothing. Went back to grading, and then her and her husband figured it just had to be a fluke. But the elevator returned. This happened multiple times, with no key to open the elevator, no person to push the buttons, and no reason for the elevator to move. Perhaps it was the ghost of that teacher? Her room was right above the room that was reportedly the one that the teacher hung themselves in and had access to the basement. But I guess we'll just never know. Cathedral High School was found in the fall of 1925. It is a Catholic all-boys school in the view of the Los Angeles skyline and and the new Cathedral of Our Lady of the Angels and is adjacent to the Dodger Stadium in Chavez Ravine, and Chinatown, Los Angeles, California. In 1948, the school became a historical monument. The school's athletic teams are called the Phantoms, and it's a relatively good school. Cathedral is also located in downtown Los Angeles on the site of the old Calvary Cemetery, which relocated around the start of the 20th century. As a building, it breaks that cardinal rule of horror movies. Don't build anything on a cemetery. Throughout the school's history, different renovations and constructions have led to the school to find buried tombstones and even a coffin. For example, during renovations in 2006, the school dug up bones and religious artifacts buried with bodies. Some of those artifacts decorate the school's campus, particularly the football field, where a donor paid to have the tombstones showcased and lit up along the perimeter of the field a fun way to play with morbidity. But let's learn about the cemetery. From the mid-1800s to the early 1900s, the land in which Cathedral rests was the old Calvary Cemetery, a finding resting spot for the elite in the Los Angeles area. Pico, Boyle, Bell, Chapman, Dominguez, Bandini, and Downey were some of the names rested in that area, basically the 1800s version of the Kardashians. It was so notable that some believe that some families that could not afford proper burial at the cemetery simply snuck in at night to bury deceased loved ones. But the biggest problem was the fact that it was too small. So small that by 1844 to the end of the 19th century, the cemetery was shut down and most people buried there were transferred to the new cemetery on Whittier Boulevard. 
Around 1886, the cemetery was getting worse for wear. Marble fixtures were stolen, windows were broken, and tombs were ransacked by people looking for valuables. In January 1903, the skeleton of Maria Pico, who died in 1854 and was the wife of former Governor Pio Pico, was, according to the Los Angeles Times account, quote, torn from its last resting place in the old Calvary Cemetery on Buena Vista Street. Some ruthless vandal, either in hope of finding valuables in the crypt or out of idle curiosity, broke into the vault during the past few days, tore open the coffin, and carried the skeleton to the point about 50 feet from the tomb, end quote. A boy on his way home from school found a skeleton in the cemetery, a sight that could shake up anyone. The tomb of Andres Briswalter, one of the city's first wealthy residents, was targeted a year later. Briswalter, who was born in France, had come to Los Angeles in 1853 and became a fruit grower. When he died in 1885, his fortune was estimated at $750,000, which is about $17 million today. I want $17 million. I would take $750,000. Like, I would take $7.50. So it seemed like a sensible thing to move the bodies to Whittier by the 1920s and sell the land right after. However, from the school's account, some of the bodies were forgotten. This might have caused a stir in the afterlife. The school has accounted various cold spots near the senior patio. Also, the custodian staff have noted to have a sense of someone watching them. In the yearbook slash newspaper room, the staff have noted to have heard noises above them. Despite the fact that they were the only ones in that wing, the newspaper room used to be a chapel. It still has stained glass windows, and many have felt negative energy in that room. Coffin nails are still being found in the football field, and when it rains, there is a spot in the field that never gets wet. Oh, and yes, people have seen chairs fly across the floor during the theater performances. When Ellie and I started this podcast, I did a cursory Google search on the most haunted places in Eugene, and South Eugene High School was one of the most cited places. We mentioned South Eugene in an earlier episode about underground tunnels. Some believe it may even be a gateway to hell. But in this episode, we're going to talk about a ghost named Robert Granke. G-R-A-N-K-E. Granke? I have no idea. I'm not one to correct you on that. <laughs> okay, we're just going to go with it. <laughs> the school was founded as Eugene High School in 1900. Originally located at Willamette and 11th, the brick building later became Eugene City Hall. In 1915, a new high school was built on 17th between Lincoln and Charnelton. By 1943, the school had outgrown the space and was set to be rebuilt. The construction was delayed by World War II until 1953. And in 1957, the school was renamed South Eugene High School when North Eugene High School opened in the northern end of the city. But it was in 1958 when Robert's tragic accident occurred. The sophomore was working on installing or changing some lights between the ceiling and roof of the building. He then attempted to walk between catwalks from one to another that was six feet away. And that's when he slipped. 30 students watched as Robert crashed down through a glass ceiling into a pair of theater seats. Those seats, row G, seats 10 and 11, were said to have been dented from the fall until 1994 when they were removed. Robert died of the 50-foot fall of a broken neck and major head trauma. He was 16 years old. Oh, no. 
but he remains an integral part of the theater at South Eugene High School and is known to drop in occasionally. Let's have him seriously switch themselves off and on throughout the auditorium. Laughter, <laughs> footsteps, and piano music can be heard from the catwalk. He is said to be seen walking the catwalk and sitting in the balcony. In a particularly strange happening during the 1994 remodel that removed the seats that Robert fell onto, a worker fell from the ceiling into those seats prior to their removal. He survived. Some say that Robert saved him. Others believe that Robert may have pushed the worker. A theater teacher once chased what he thought was a student in a white shirt through the catwalk. The catwalk is narrow, stuffy, and dangerous, but he continued to chase the student and he could never quite catch him. He was always just out of reach. Finally, he hit a brick wall. The teacher knew the kid couldn't get away. That is, until the student simply passed right through the wall. Why do you think high, like, high schools always get haunted or feel like they're haunted? So I kind of feel like high school is a time when a lot of kids are bored. Mm-hmm. And why not make high school haunted? That's true. You know, like, it's a story, and kids are, like, bored and frustrated and mischievous, and our frontal lobes are being rewired, and there's no critical thinking and problem-solving or risk analysis, and so it's like, well, fuck yeah, we're going to break into the high school because the gates of hell are in the basement. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I saw a teacher hanging. Despite the fact, like, I think we also, in high school, we really want it to be haunted, because that makes us feel better at, like, the idea that it's haunted. Like, I don't know. I went to Immaculate Heart, right? Uh, for those that don't know, my high school was Immaculate Heart, and that's the school Meghan Markle went to. Um, and Future princess Meghan Markle. Yes. Um, and the school is, uh, started in 1906 by Spanish nuns. And the biggest rumor that I heard was that one of the Spanish nuns hung herself in the gym. But the weird thing about it was that the Spanish nuns stopped, like, being nuns around, like, the 1960s, maybe 1950s. And the gym was built in, like, the 70s by Lucille Ball for her daughter. So, like, the logic behind there being, like, a dead nun that's, like, haunting the rafts or, or, you know, the anything at that school doesn't really make sense because the timelines don't match. However, despite all of that, I still believed it because I thought it's cool to know that there's, like, a creepy-ass nun walking around being like, Jesus! So, like, in my high school... The the teacher hanging themselves, I didn't believe. And the basement, I believe there was a basement, but I think people like to make basements haunted regardless of whether they actually are. It's just one of those things where it's like, basement, of course it's haunted. Yeah. But the teacher that I talked to with the elevator, I thought that was really interesting because, one, she wouldn't lie. Mm-hmm. There's no reason for her to lie. And she told me this, like, Randomly, we were talking about ghosts, and she told us about this experience she had. It wasn't something that she was, like, getting attention for telling, and it wasn't anything that would have helped her in any way to tell us. And the elevator rarely ever worked, but in, like, a, it never functioned when it needed to function, not that it overfunctioned. Yeah. And you had to have a key to unlock it. And they used it when students had broken legs and had to use the elevator. They had to, like, 
go and get one of the teacher aides or whatever that had the key and they had to put the key in to open the elevator and they stayed downstairs while the kid would get in or upstairs while the kid would get in and go down. Mm -hmm. So... The elevator literally would not function unless there was a key in the lock, and there was a, was not a key in either lock. That's creepy. And it was going up and down and dinging, because her classroom was right outside of where the elevator was. And so she, like, popped her head out, like, who is here? And the elevator was empty. Mm-hmm. And then it went back down and came back up, and the elevator was still empty. Like, nothing was in it to come upstairs. Nothing was in it to go downstairs, but it kept going up and down with the ding and everything. And she was like, this place is definitely spooky. Yeah. And so that makes me think that maybe something is there, but I don't think that some of the intense rumors that kids talked about are necessarily true. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, um, I feel like I agree on that. Cause I, I feel like with Immaculate Heart, there's like a feeling that there's something there. Like there's a weird energy, but I highly doubt there's like a nun that's walking around. And there was, like, another rumor that, like, one of the girls that went to that school was, like, psychic, and she could hear voices in her head, and I I never believed that bit. I mean, I know that has nothing to do with ghosts, but it is paranormal. And, um, like, those were, like, the two rumors that I remember. Uh, but Immaculate Heart did have an energy about it, and I think that's something that comes with all of, you know, 110 years. Yeah, 110 years of history. But, yeah, like, I think the one thing about high school also is that maybe the reason why we find high schools to be so haunted is because when we're at that age, it is our second home, right? So... If one of us, like a child or a student or a teacher, were to perish at that school, you know, it is like that sense of like our energies or our spirits would feel a comfort there. And that maybe that's why we would linger longer, because that is just something that we know very well. So when I was in high school, I think I was a freshman. In high school, our cooking teacher died in an accident. She was taking a plane to like Catalina Island or something really close to home, really short flight, and she died in a plane crash. And I remember crying, and I had never had the teacher. I had mm-hmm. never seen her. I would not have been able to pick her out of a crowd had I not seen her face everywhere in mm-hmm. memorials after she had died. But it definitely was something that hit very close to home. Mm-hmm. And so I totally see that, but I also think that we're in in high school you're at that age where you have to you're starting to get the are you going to college what are you doing with your life what do you want to be you're gonna have to be an adult soon and I wonder if maybe some of the anxiety about growing up and going to that next stage in your life Mm -hmm. then manifest with ghost stories yeah and like talking about an afterlife and things that go beyond just being an adult and yeah distracting That that makes sense yeah um yeah, and I, I mean, like, and also, like, that plays really in tune with Cathedral High School because they literally were on a cemetery. So that idea of, like, life and death, it's that whole rebirth of, like, becoming an adult and then also becoming, like, you're, you're being an adult on, like, dead bodies might actually manifest to make people think that there are spirits 
in that area, you know, but it, it's just, I, I find it very interesting as a history sort of thing to just kind of know that like, you know, the place that, the place that becomes your second home is also the place that was the end, like the ending story of someone. Mm-hmm. So. Or this place where you're like just embarking on your adult life is where someone else ended their life. Yeah. Right. It's just very interesting that your next beginning might be someone's end, 